Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is it. This is the accumulation <laughs> of the entire year. It is Christmas week, and me, myself, and I couldn't be any more excited because this is my personal favorite week of the year. It is. Oh, by the way, we have a guest here yeah. as well. Welcome, JK. It's good to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Christmas you can, with Kurt doesn't Chris, get any better. It does not. Ask my family. <laughs> I just love Christmas and I don't know what it is. I love the I love the season. I love, you know, the weather. It snowed. It just yeah, feels yeah. like I remember when I was a young kid going through the Christmas season and it for me obviously growing up as a Christian I understood and I had a better understanding but it just felt like a season where I could be with my family yeah. where I can do things and look forward to things that I didn't get to do throughout the entire year we get to see all of our family we yeah. get to see I mean even cousins that drove up this was the time that we all came together those special meals and ah oh, it just and out you know that, the garcos are making some special yeah meals. that's right and now i'm a big kid and i just feel like <laughs> i haven't let go of those those that's feelings great. i just i just wonder. love it you experience the wonder i, I experience the wonder it's good so big shout out to uh you know mama g and that's it papa g the best. Who, who made it special for me but that's right. so let's talk a little bit about you guys and yeah. uh you know enough about my traditions i want to no. know a little bit about you what mm-hmm. is something special that you guys do during this season yeah that you know is unique to the kendricks yeah so my wife always came from like a very uh a family that was big on traditions you yep. know and i love my family i didn't really have a great affection for uh you know like particular traditions throughout the year. It just wasn't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I just am that way. And my wife, you know, made fun of me for years, but has, <laughs> has grown me in that, like yeah. we have established a bunch of Kendrick traditions. And so she gets like, you know, she gets all the decorations out. She gets the music going. I think a big thing for us, I think for a lot of families is getting the tree. So we go to get the tree. Uh, we cut it down. We come back. My wife makes cookies. We sit around. We put all the ornaments on the tree. My kind of favorite part is I sit on the couch and drink eggnog and, yeah. you know, eat cookies <laughs> while my kids do the work. Although they really blew me up this year and they were like, you have to contribute. Yeah, so they're getting, they're so, getting older. Yeah, they know. <laughs> so I contributed a little bit more. But, uh, but yeah, you know, that's one of the big things. Uh, Chrissy loves. Christmas movies mm-hmm. um, so I watch some but I'm not really like the biggest Christmas boy I kind of sound like a Grinch huh? no like no, I mean no, no, no I you know one of my favorite things favorite things is just I know this sounds like basic but the exchanging of gifts yeah. I love you know it really is better to give than to receive that's not just like something Jesus said it really is more fun mm-hmm. uh, especially as you get older just to give a gift to my wife to my kids and uh, just watch them love it like we got don't tell anybody. But we got uh, we got Ezra. This um, he's my seven year old. He's actually in the studio on the yeah, other side yeah, of yeah. these walls. But but we got <laughs> watching him, Christmas yeah, movies. Watching Christmas, yeah. Uh, but we got him. Uh, we got him this laser tag thing that like he's gonna he's gonna flip. Yeah. And so it's just like little stuff like that that is just uh, you know those are the moments. Yeah, I feel like being a parent in this season is one of the most special times because yeah. there's such a pureness to yeah. watching all, everything unfold. You know, one of the things yeah. that we do all the time is just because I have the equipment at my house is I always set up a camera, mm-hmm. always, every single oh, Christmas. That's cool. Yeah, because I remember watching uh, watching some of my old, and, and I'm lucky yeah. enough that my parents did the same thing. They set yeah. up a camera. So I went back and I watched, you know, my daughter's first Christmas. This was seven wow. years ago. And it was like, Man, I'm so happy I have this memory. Yeah. It's not just a you know the 15 second iPhone clip. It's you good. know, I watch. I get to watch the entire thing. So that's that's one of the things that that we do, at least for me, because yeah. 
10 years down the line, you know, we can go back. Remember that time you got that, you you know, uh, you know, I've always, I've never been a person that like, and this is a strength and a weakness, but I just, I live in the moment. I don't celebrate things a lot. I don't like have special days. I don't like pause and make memories. I just live my life as a memory Mm -hmm. and that's a benefit, but I've learned my wife has helped me. And, uh, you know, people like Kurt have helped me (laughs) to say like, listen, you got to stop and just smell the roses. You Mm got to pause and celebrate. You have to create traditions within your clan, within your family. And so, um, you know, those things have become more and more and more important to me and special for yeah. me through the years. So I am grateful for those. And I'm grateful for the people around me. Like Chrissy's really good at capturing those moments. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it means a lot to me in the back, you know, in the rearview mirror, even yeah. though I didn't actually capture it in the moment. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm grateful for it. And one of the things when I grew up is my parents, before we w- went downstairs, before we saw anything, it yeah. was important that we read the story of Luke. Cool. You know, we sat down and this is pre Skywalker or what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good I am one. Your father. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's great. Um, yeah. That's no. weird that you read that every Christmas. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> they were big Star Wars yeah, fans. Yeah, it's cool. Hey, George <laughs> Lucas, sure. you know, all over our walls. <laughs> no, but it was important for my parents to set the precedent that, listen, this isn't just about presence. This is yep. something greater going on. Yep. And that's, I we've continued that tradition with our family. We Everyone sleeps upstairs and before we even go downstairs, we run through the Bible. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and we read the story so that they, they understand that this is something bigger. This isn't just about presents and Santa and yeah. all in all the nuances right, right, of right. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> that was not the yeah, right yeah, use of the word. That's all right. That was I, not the right use. I, I tried to plug it in. Um, but that, that's 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 something that's important to us. So I wanted to dive into a little bit about you know Jesus's story. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that you mentioned this weekend was the story yep. of Isaiah. And yeah. I actually have a quick verse here, Isaiah seven fourteen. So the Lord yeah. himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin will conceive and will bear a son and she will call him, uh she will call his name Emmanuel. Yeah. So I think it what was it 700 700 years yeah, before but right around 6 to 700 yeah, years yeah. yeah. Before and all the signs and everything that led up to that moment. Yeah. I mean I put myself as I as I kind of dove back into Luke preparing for this podcast. I put myself in that situation. It mm-hmm. w- like you know, if I was one of those three wise men, yeah. what would that be like? I know. You know, what would that be like going and seeing? You know, no one knew, right? I, I mean, it was Mary, Joseph, right. and even they didn't know. Yeah, even they didn't know. Yeah. And I mean, you read the story about how Joseph was all concerned. He was right. this and that. But I mean, can you imagine being at that moment? I know. I know. I think that you know, um, it's one of the. It's one of the great reveals about God. And I think it's something that we miss because we always naturally think, well, if God wanted to speak to me, you know, he'd he'd like break into my room or write it my name across the sky. But the thing that we have to remember about God, what all the story tells us is he he does things in the most unexpected way. Mm-hmm. That when things don't happen the way you planned, that's God. Like yeah. when when you know, you put one, two, three in line, it ends up being five, nineteen, and forty-two instead of one, two, three. Yeah. And it's like that frustrates us because we say, Well, I had a plan and then things didn't work out. But it's it's an arrow pointing to a greater intelligence, a God who has a plan. And so if you were gonna save the world from sin, if you were gonna rescue humanity, you know, would you do it with a little baby in a little ghetto town with a, you know, teenage mom that yeah. uh, you know, that hardly knows what's happening you know it's like the story's just it's just nuts <laughs> yeah. you know and then if you are going to become the most influential human in the history of the human race uh and you got maybe the best 20 consultants of all time in the room to kind of map out the plan 
no one would have gone with Bethlehem. Yeah. I mean, that would not have been the plan. Hey, let's be born in, the t- born in a tiny little town and kind of move around a few times and then die when you're 33. It's like, that's not the plan that changes the world. Mm-hmm. And yet God, yeah. you know? And so I think it's such uh, an important truth for our lives that your life's not going to go exactly how you mapped it out. And that's okay. Yeah. And if 2020 could teach us anything, maybe it's that, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, it's so true. So I actually thought about that. You look at the circumstance. You look at, you know, they left their town because the Roman emperor asked them to go to this place right. to do something that they didn't want to do. Sure. And you look at our situation now, something that's not <laughs> in our control. Yeah. We are doing things that we don't want to do. Good. We are put in a position where things aren't on the course that we planned. Yep. But guess what? They were in the same position. And look how wow. God used them. Come on, preach it, I, preacher. I'm just saying. No, but I mean, for all the moms who had kids during COVID and you're like, they won't even let my husband into the ultrasound. Yeah. This is so convenient. I think Mary can relate, right? Yeah. Like, where's my mom? I'm having a baby and I don't have my my parents. I'm not at my house. Yeah. I'm I'm in the middle of nowhere with my boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, like in Bethlehem. Bethlehem, yeah. you know, I mean, all the disruptions that they had to deal with. I think if you said, hey, how was the year that Jesus was born? I think they'd be like, oh my goodness, it was a whirlwind. Yeah. You know, we found out we were getting hunted by the king of, you know, Herod's yeah. trying to kill us. We had to move to Egypt. Those people are crazy. You know, like all just the stories yeah. that we don't know a ton about, but we get a little look into. Mm-hmm. It was probably like a 2020 year for them. And and I was literally thinking that as I was kind of uh-huh. writing all this stuff down, it's, you know, their situation wasn't any easier than our situation now. Yeah. If in fact it was even harder because they were traveling and all right. of a sudden they end, they get to their destination. They can't find a place to stay. Right. I mean, what a mess. I mean, we think about, oh yeah, the birth of Jesus was the, it was the greatest. Tranquil, yeah, beautiful. It was yeah. everything, but it wasn't, it was just struggle, 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 yeah. you know, and look at the faithfulness that, that Mary and Joseph have throughout the entire thing. Yeah. I mean, that could well, be I've been thinking a lot about like this idea of like the two worlds parallel to each other. So, in one side, you've got the greatest event in human history, God coming to earth, mm-hmm. right? Angels are singing, heaven is rejoicing, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob are leaning over to watch, like the whole galactic spiritual realm is on 10, ready for this moment. You know, that's in one world. And then in the other world, It's just a couple of forgotten teenage kids that no one cares about, Mm -hmm. a few dirty shepherds and a few wandering, you know, men with some gold frankincense (laughs) and myrrh dropping off. No one cares. You know, the guy next door doesn't even know what's going on. There's donkeys. It's so uneventful on Mm -hmm. one side and yet so epic on the other. And so is your life, right? Like when you're sitting at the coffee shop, when you're grinding through your long day at work, it looks like the mundane and the typical and the uneventful. And yet if we could just catch a glimpse of the eternal purpose of God, we would see that so much more is going on. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just an amazing story. And for you guys, if you hadn't had a chance to go back in and dive in before the end of this week, before we, you know, open up presents, open up your Bible, give it, give it a read. Uh, I mean, anything else besides the story of Luke, anything else that you would suggest that ties into it? Yeah. So good. I mean, you know, I think that, um, I think that one of the things you and I were talking about before we started the podcast is this idea of the Christmas season and the necessity of wonder, right? Mm -hmm. And so wonder is that word that is just, you know, like 
awe. It's amazement. It's to stand back and to gasp, you know? And I think that in our world, uh, we are so hungry for wonder, right? That's why we pay thousands of dollars to go to Disney World, you know, like mm-hmm. that's, you know, there, there is a thirst for wonder, but we're living in what I would consider in many ways wonderless times, you know, times mm-hmm. where people don't know how to wonder because science and technology and, you know, everything has figured it all out. And so like, while we know about everything, at least we pretend to think we know about yeah. everything. But I think that this is a season where God reminds us like, no, 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 there are things that are just wonderful. Mm. And the coming of God in the flesh, the gift of grace, these are wonders. And the only way to know them is to wonder at them. And so if you just think you've got it, you know the Christmas story, then you haven't gotten it at all. The only way to get it is to wonder at it. Mm. And so I think that if you make some space, you know, there's snow on the ground, man, just make some space for wonder in your life, you know, and just to say, wow. And if you give yourself some space to do that, you'll begin in the knowledge of God. Yeah. And I think God does a good, good job with us in terms of putting an inconvenience and making us sit back and mm-hmm. realize what's going on. Yeah. And let's just take a snow day, for instance. Yep. Okay, yep. so it snowed however many inches the other day. Right. And you wake up in the morning and you look out mm-hmm. and it's just majestic. Yeah. It's something, it really makes you stop in your tracks and yep. focus on the beautiful. Does. You know, before yeah. you get to, oh, I'm going to break my back shoveling. I got to do this, I got to do that, right, right, right. <laughs> You know, but yep. it, it, you just stop for a second and you look out and, I mean, even at your place, I'm sure it's yeah. just beautiful. Yeah, all because the trees, your backyard, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it, it's just, it, that's the wonder that I, I, I mean, and it's an inconvenience. We think right. about it as an inconvenience, right. but if we transition our thoughts and yeah. we transition how we approach certain situations, yeah. I mean, it could change our, our entire outlook. It can. Yeah. And I think that, you know, if you want to know God, if you want to know God, if you really want to know him personally, intimately yourself, listen to this podcast right now, uh, you have to start with awe. You can't come to him thinking you got it figured out mm-hmm. because, uh, that ignorance will keep you from ever catching a glimpse of who he really is, yeah. you know? And so wonder in Christmas, wonder in snow, wonder in a sunset. Uh, these are all ways to train your heart to interact rightly with God as well. Mm-hmm. So transitioning, yeah. I, I, I know I just have a whole bunch of stuff Let's I want to talk yeah. about today. Uh, so Vox, Vox in general leading yeah. up to Christmas. We talked a little bit about this last week, but the 23rd is, is a couple yes. of days away and we're about to drop this crazy, crazy we movie, are. which I am super excited about. Me too. Uh, but what is Vox doing over the last couple of weeks to lead up? And I know there's a lot of things and I, I have some written down, but what are some of the things that, that the Vox community yep. has been doing just during this Christmas season? Yeah, it's been great. I mean, so in the world of outreach, you know, from Thanksgiving on, we did 20,000 cans uh, just to really make a massive investment in food security for our towns and our cities. And so we're in nine different locations trying to invest in the needs of the people on the ground. That was really exciting. Awesome. The New Haven Register and the Connecticut Post, a Mm -hmm. number of other, uh, excuse me, uh, articles were put out about it. It's just awesome to see the people of Jesus at work to serve the community. So that's been a big push over the last few weeks. Um, And then obviously getting ready for this movie. And we had, you know, services three times in a row, Vision Sunday, talking about where we've been, where we're going, uh, dreams for the future, building uh, both Brantford and God willing Hartford in 2021, moving into those new facilities, starting weekly services there. And uh, and so there's just been a, bu- a bunch of kind of like ready, 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 go, go, go stuff going on. Uh, I am excited to kind of just experience the, the holiday. Yeah. You know, we, we normally do a big blowout event, massive, you know, 
uh, attended event this year. Of course, it's all online or it's, we do have some watch parties and things going on the 23rd, but, uh, but yeah, it's just, um, a season to enjoy the grace of God and, uh, and enjoy our families, enjoy our friends Mm -hmm. and obviously do it safely in this crazy COVID environment. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of the turning of the the end of the year, and I'm actually we've been planning out a bunch of stuff for 2021, which I'm excited about. Yeah, can't tell you yet. Yeah, no, we'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. Uh, so if you, I, this is one of the questions that we received. If you are looking and you're a family who's just maybe you know yeah. trying working hard during this pandemic to make ends meet and yeah. just can't quite get a hand on everything yeah. what would you suggest for them in order to maybe reach out to someone from vox Absolutely. or any i mean not just to, for a little bit of aid a little bit of help i mean what would you suggest for those those families yeah it's huge so uh two sides of that coin right some of us have real practical needs like i can't pay my bill mm-hmm. or you know my heat's gonna get shut off and then others of us have uh more you know i would say uh intangibles that are such a major need. I'm battling depression. I'm lonely. I'm feeling, you know, uh, insecure about something in my life. Um, I think a great place to start at Vox, first and foremost, is groups. And so we just launched 80 new community groups. we got 170 plus core groups. If you're not involved in a group right now, mm-hmm. you really are missing out. And so if you email us, you, I mean, there's a million different emails. They're on the so website, true. but info at voxchurch.org. will get you connected to a group. You can jump right on voxchurch.org and click on a group and just join it, whether it's yeah. a Zoom group or if you want to meet in person. Uh, but connecting with groups is where community starts. And honestly, a lot of the physical needs end up getting met through groups. We do have benevolence. We have care teams that will go out and kind of help meet physical needs. So you can always email or call the church if you have a physical need. We'd love to uh, talk you through that, help you through that. Uh, but a lot of the needs end up getting met in groups. We yeah. hear a lot about the needs secondhand, which is awesome. So we'll be like, man, this person's car broke down. They needed help. And we're like, oh, what can we do? And and the group, the, the community group will say, oh, we already did it. Yeah. You know, we, we figured it out. Yeah. We made a plan. We helped them get a car. They're good. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, really? It's like, yeah. So it's like again and again and again. The best way, yeah, organizationally, we have some things in place for benevolence if you're in need. But the best way is through the family of God, yeah. uh, through the smaller groups. And mm-hmm. so that's how we work best as yeah. a church. And so I encourage you to get involved. It's so true. I mean, I know my group has my back regardless. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even if it's just emotional support or, you know, if I need help with anything at all, yep. it could be moving a couch. Yep. You know, those totally. are the those are the guys that I go to. Number one, you know, they have my back first and foremost. So guys, I couldn't yeah. I couldn't second that anymore. You know, you, the groups not only help you grow you personally, but they help you grow and, and test your faith and, and build you. And now's the time. I mean, come on. It's it's challenging. You know, we're doing our micro church services, thankful for those. But we reach capacity every single time. You can only fit a fraction of our actual church in those gatherings at this point. So groups is key. Yeah. And so for the complete opposite of that situation, if there's someone who maybe want to donate something, maybe yep. some gifts or or anything, yep. uh, you know, is that still a possibility at this point? Oh, yeah, of course. We've always got one of the one of the blessings of our church in the sense of how we approach outreach is we've said from the beginning hey we don't want to start 50 new outreach initiatives we want to actually come alongside outreach initiatives in our cities that are already growing and functioning and we just want to help them with volunteers and with resources so we're always working with 
it's, it's probably well over 100 now, different ministries, organizations in all of our cities across Connecticut, Massachusetts. So if you email the church, uh, Lauren Roy is our central outreach director, but if you have a local person at your campus, you can always reach out to the pastor or to the outreach director if you know them, or just email info if you have no idea. We're always taking donations. We've yeah. got our hands in so many different pies in terms of serving. We could use toys. We could use cans. We could use, we'll find a home for something if yeah. you want to donate. And I'm actually really excited. We have Lauren Roy coming on next oh, week. Yeah? to talk about some of the outreach uh, and some of the wins this oh, past year. I think that that's super important. Yeah. Uh, you know, we watched that video two weeks ago and I was just in awe. Yeah. Being a part of this community and seeing it and hearing about it day to day, but when you piece it all together and you put it up on a, on a video like that, I just sat there and, and I was just amazed. I know. And the thing that's so tough is like they send me this like report and it has all this detail of how many fishing nets we bought and how many missionaries we supported. And then I've got to like present it in 10 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, which ones do I pick to yeah. share? Because it's just, it's awesome to yeah. see like the people of God globally and locally just doing doing what we're called to do. Yeah. You know? So awesome. I, I'm excited to talk to her. Yeah. That'd but be fun. I did have a question from one of our listeners and they asked specifically, I, we touched on it a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, but they said, uh, Pastor Justin, how do you explain the meaning of Christmas to your kids if we are new believers? Oh, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you explain the meaning of Christmas. I think I think the best way to explain it is through the lens of a gift. And so every kid knows what a gift is, right? A gift is something that you don't earn. A gift is something that's a surprise. A gift is something that you make the giver happiest when you receive it and enjoy it, mm-hmm. right? In the same way, this is actually why, many of us forgot this, why we give gifts. It's the only time of year where everybody gives gifts to everybody, right? On a Christmas or an anniversary, people give gifts one to another, but only, uh, excuse me, on a birthday or or an anniversary, only on Christmas do we all just give gifts to everybody, you know, because Jesus came as the ultimate gift. And the biggest problem we have is we don't receive his gift. We don't receive the gift of grace. We still try to earn his favor. We still try to make ourselves look better than we are. We still try to lie and hide up our failures and flaws Mm. because we're scared of looking not good enough. And the whole point of a gift is just receive it. Mm. So like Christmas is about receiving God's love. He loves you and he proved it through Jesus. And so receive it. Stop getting in the way of the gift. You remember in the scriptures um, that there was no room for them when they got to Bethlehem, right? That's a picture of our own hearts that so often when God says, I love you, we go, well, you don't love me that much. No, I love you. I give my I gave my son. Well, not for me because I'm messed up. No, I've forgiven all your sins. Well, probably not. Let me feel guilty for that thing I did last year for the next six months. No, let, just let me wash away all your shame. No, I'm going to carry my shame around. Let me just heal your heart. No, I'm going to hold on to unforgiveness to my dad. You know, like we just yeah. don't receive mm-hmm. the gift. So if you got to explain Christmas to your kids, receive it as God's expression of love as a gift called grace. And Mm. grace is undeserved favor from God that all you can do is enjoy it. You can't earn it. You can't deserve it. Just enjoy it. It's the best way to kind of, you know, package Christmas for a five-year-old, a 10-year-old, for a 43-year-old. We all need it. Just Christmas is about receiving the gift. Where in your life are you not receiving grace? Where are you resisting grace? Mm. 
we could look, talk about that for all day, but yeah. that's huge. I mean, hey, I was just sitting here listening. I was blacked out for a second. That was great. Yeah. Preach it. So to transition a little bit, we're on a lighter note. I have a uh, a fun little game. Okay. Yeah. So, you know. This, you warned me, but yeah, I don't I know did, about this. I did warn you. So, guys, I put together a couple of sound clips because, you know, I'm a big Christmas fan. I like Christmas movies. And JK, he actually admitted to me that he may not be great at this game this just because. may not play to my strength. That's okay. You know, we all have our strengths and yep. weaknesses. So, I have a couple sound bites, and I'm hoping that you might be able to know All right. what movie this came from. So I have a couple of them, and I probably won't give you uh, the super hard ones, but we're going to start. You ready to rock? I'm ready. All right. This is extremely important. Would you please tell them that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. That's Home Alone. Oh, you got to know that one. Okay. All right. We, we started off easy. Yeah, yeah. We started off Feeling easy. good. All right. Home Alone it is. All right. So now this this one's going to be a little bit a little bit tricky. Right. I'm hoping you can get it. Oh, you don't believe that, do you? Mm-mm. You see, my mother's Mrs. Walker, the lady who hired you. But I must say you're the best looking one I've ever seen. Really? That one's tough. That's an older one. No, I know that one. I just don't know the name of it. Oh. It's um, the one with the parade and yes, the little girl yes, yes. and and Santa Claus. He hits the guy with his cane and he like gets arrested and then yes. he gets out and um, it's called um, the end is it's thirty thirty fourth. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so miracle on thirty fourth. Yeah, that's right. right. Good, good. I would have never gotten that. Oh, I was man. gonna go with uh, you know um, poltergeist or yeah. uh, you know uh, pet cemetery <laughs> something like that. Now, I mean, at least you had it. My wife maybe me I only saw that one like two years ago, first time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's a classic. My kids are watching White Christmas this year. I'm, I, this is so bad. But And, I, and I'm like, what are you guys watching? Like, White Christmas. I'm like, oh, I've never seen it. And my wife was like, what? Yeah, I know. I've like, dodged it for <laughs> 30 years. If you don't know all these movies, yeah. I mean, really? All right. So next up, we have, uh, let me see here. You should know this one. I know he's mean and hairy and smelly. His hands might be cold and clammy. But I think he's actually kind of sweet. Sweet. I have no, no idea. Really? <laughs> really? Is that the Grinch? That is the hey! Grinch. That is the Grinch. Yes. Yes. Dude, you picked the worst yeah. guy for this. Come on. <laughs> you're, you're, Where's Chrissy when I, will, I need her? I will give you three for three. Well, all right. All right. You're, you're gracious because I mean, you basically gave me the first two. I will give you. Um. Okay. So. I feel like I got the first one locked and loaded. The second two. No, the second uh, two. So this one is probably great. one of my favorites. I don't okay. know if you're going to get this one. Right. Mighty Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> I plan out our whole day. First, we'll make snow angels for oh, two hours. Actually, then we'll this go one ice skating, and then we'll eat a whole roll of Toll House cookie dough as fast as we can. And then, to finish, we'll snuggle. We'll snuggle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta say, that's Elf. I that that's like the one Christmas movie I know. Oh, man. that's a great movie. Elf. Elf is by it's far hilarious. By far. Um. All right. So I have one more for you. All right. I just want to double check. Here we go. Ready? Kid. <laughs> I I hope you I hope you get this one. This one is the classics of all classics. Oh, it's the one with the kid with the BB gun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't remember the freaking names. Any of these movies uh, with the kid with the Red Rider BB gun. Yeah. Carter, yeah. He sticks his tongue to the pole <laughs> and it gets stuck. I should know this. Uh, Christmas. It's called the Christmas story. Yeah, it? that's the Christmas it. Story? That's oh, you're a hundred percent. You're a hundred percent. I gotta you. make Chrissy listen to this. She's gonna be so proud of me. Oh yeah, you did good. She's gonna be like, "Those were so easy, Justin. It, well, Shame on you." Yeah, they were. You know, well, I didn't want to challenge you too. Hard. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, but I'm. I'm Keeping glad. You're, I'll give you a hundred percent. You know I mean, what? 
I'm taking the I'm taking the grape. <laughs> And you grain. even even the Grinch. I left that tiny little yeah. tiny little thing in there. But again, JK, I appreciate you. Uh Merry Christmas and for everyone out there. Again, guys, I hope you guys enjoy the holidays, enjoy the time with your family. Uh if you need anything, be sure to reach out to info at voxchurch.org. Uh we'd be happy to help you. And JK, anything for as we finish up. Merry this, Christmas. Love you. Merry Christmas and to all a good night. Amen. Amen. Amen.